What is freaking up? My name is Eve. My name is Sarah. And we are Burnt Out Perfectionist. With the coming months of May being Mental Health Month, we thought we would kind of discuss our mental health and give a little bit of a warning that um, we don't really know what's going to come out in this. So <laughs> if uh, you're not in the mental state to, to hear that, uh, maybe maybe wait until a little bit later. <laughs> also remember that everybody's approach to mental health is their own journey and is not, you shouldn't copy paste or feel that you need to do the exact same things as other people. Do what works for you. Boo. Also, um, we are not medical professionals in this realm at all. Um, so take whatever we say with a very large grain of salt. Um, just, just, just wanted to preface that all out there just so nobody goes, ah, they try to claim that they're professionals. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not professionals. (laughs) So with our name being Burnt Out Perfectionist, Sarah, what is your experience between perfectionism and mental health? perfectionism and mental health um it's it's a it's a fine balance which one always needs to alter even if you think you're catching yourself you may be at the utter bridge of burnout when you think that you're kind of not um I I never really noticed that kind of like earlier in like my more corporate career it was kind of like do everything talk to everybody so that way hopefully like you can move up and be noticed and stuff like that when you kind of end up just being the person that everybody goes to to do stuff but you kind of get stuck in sometimes certain roles because they want you there because you're good at those things that you do the funny thing is though is like it was always like emphasized back to me like oh you might be bored if you go into these other roles because they have way less options and way less places to like spur out to so I think when it comes out to that it's just kind of Making sure that you're recognizing when you're taking on too much. Um, For me, I like having a visual tool. So using something like a sauna. Playing it out. Putting stuff in there. So that way you can kind of see like what stage everything is at. Nothing's left behind. And you're keeping things organized. And if you look and like your say pending tasks or what you're currently doing right now is like 25 things. And you are not 25 people. And they require that many like brain breaks and stuff like that. Like. Maybe you should take that time and recognize that maybe somebody else wants that opportunity and hasn't had a chance to speak up and like delegate those tasks, right? So, I mean, I'm constantly trying to figure out when I'm getting to the point of burnout. Um, I think I kind of was in the past week. I'm not going to lie, but um, yeah, that's kind of me. (laughs) I think an interesting thing that we talked about prior is earlier in Sarah's career, like when she was in her mid-20s, she said that, she would have a larger workload at the same quality, but it wasn't as noticed as much because it was so much. So kind of like supply and demand versus now when she um, is working in the past couple of years, it's very much like lower quantity, same quality, more appreciation, mm-hmm. which like obviously you shouldn't live your life based off of others' appreciation, but it's definitely, you can see how you have more of a life outside of work Because you're not like, I have a million things to do. Like, I didn't have my work email on my phone for the longest time, specifically. Um, And then at one point, I had to have it on so that way I could, like, access things and do the authentication and all of that other stuff. But, like, actively not 
checking that email, actively not checking your work calendar, like making sure that you're not, I, I think a big thing for me is like splitting up, making sure that you have like your personal Google calendar and say like your work Google calendar versus like merging them all together because it just looks like a chaotic mess. Like, okay, this is at work Sarah. She works from 7.30 to 3. Outside of that, this is her calendar. You turn that off if you have it active on your phone. Turn it off and you focus on what it is outside of that and like welcoming that like proper balance. Yeah, and I think for me with like perfectionism, mental health and like especially with my work, I feel like I have a lot of guilt associated, especially at the beginning. If I wasn't perfect because like working in healthcare, you feel like all you do is you want to care about everybody to the extreme and then it's like oh yeah I guess um I'm supposed to actually care about myself but you're perfecting everything to make everybody else's life easier that you're just like oh I should probably check in (laughs) which is kind of um funny so a couple years ago I kind of made this like sentence in my head and I talked to Sarah about it recently I know when like I don't personally recognize when like my brain's like you're in an anxious state you're like not feeling okay I have a sentence that's kind of simple. It's like, can I braid my hair today? Which is, which sounds super simple. And obviously, if you can't braid your hair, this is not very reliable to you. But if I can't break it, if I just feel very frustrated, even the thought of braiding my hair, I know that my my mental state is not okay. If I'm like, yeah, that kind of sounds fun, then I know that at least I'm on like the positive side of things. Um, which has helped a lot. And if you ever see me in real life with braided hair versus not braided hair, that does not determine my mental state. Um, it's just a little check-in that I started doing. Um, what, what do you do for self-care, Sarah? Um, I don't know. I feel like I always try to avoid doing those, like, stereotypical things. But, like, usually say, like, on Saturday, I, like, take my time. And I'll get up and I'll have, like, a shower, you know, an everything shower. <laughs> oh, the everything shower. And then sometimes I'll put on, like, a face mask or do some sort of, like, treatment thing. And I'll take time to, like, do my hair and put makeup on because I don't wear makeup all the time on a daily basis. And sometimes it's just, like, fun. Like, I don't feel like I need it. I've just always loved, like, playing with the colors and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of... I it's it's like a treat like taking that extra time like obviously I still talk to my family and do all that stuff but well I hope so right (laughs) it's like mom can you help me tie my shoe mom can you help me do this hey mom what about this outfit mom where is this obviously that's still going to like happen and stuff but I just kind of like take those moments which I feel that's almost like stereotypical what I've tried to do is like change things up um I'll take time and listen to like a podcast. It doesn't have to be like a self-care podcast. It just has to be like even one that's just folks like talking and stuff like that. Or I'll watch like a YouTube vlog and just completely zone out. I'll watch some trashy reality television show and hang out with my friend next door. And we'll watch a very scandalous show, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> and um, yeah, just just doing those like little things along the way. I'm, I'm pretty bad at recognizing doing more than that because then I overthink it at times where I'm like, well, I could be doing this like with my kid or I could be doing this with my husband or like with my family as a whole or I, I need to be like in my head be like, okay, like sit down and do this. Or I'll like, um, I have those like adult coloring books fucking love those those. i figured out though that like for the longest time i was using pencil brands in them and there just wasn't enough satisfaction and then i bought myself 
ultra fine tip markers Ooh. and the world changed. Um, they're fucking beautiful and I love it because I love me some extra dopamine with some bright fancy colors. And um, what I want to do potentially is just even add in stuff like um, that coffee break book that like mom got me because I like co- chronically start it and then chronically forget about it. <laughs> Definitely. And like self-care, I feel like a huge thing to know is that fulfilling your basic needs is not self-care. Yes. It is just literally being survival. Yeah. So I totally get with like the the showering and stuff like that. For me, it's like my self-care routine is remembering to eat three meals a day. Is that self-care? No, that's just living. (laughs) Yeah, or like remembering to brush your teeth or wash your face. Take your makeup before, take your makeup off before you go to bed, Sarah. Yeah, I know, but sometimes I'm just so comfortable, I fall asleep. <laughs> I know, I feel like I should put, like, micellar water and, like, reusable pads, like, in five places in my house, like, where I usually sit, so at any time I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. Just... Oh, right, just take the stuff off. Sometimes I'm, like, if I, if I like, yawn and I'm running around, say, like, putting a load of laundry on and getting dinner ready, I'm like, you know what, you're wearing makeup right now. You're not going anywhere. Just take it off now. It, late night Sarah will thank you. <laughs> And then it's like 10 p.m. and it's like, ah, I don't need to take it off. Oh, yeah. You're like, you go to bed and you're like, fuck, gotta take it off. I feel like, too, a big part of, like, my mental health is reliant in my career. So, like. Doing shit? Is that what you mean? Well, not, like, not just, like, doing shit, but, like. shit, helping people. (laughs) I would put all of my self-worth in my job. So, for a little preface, I worked full-time, Monday to Friday, Every single week without, like, I had stats off, I think, which is, like, statutory holidays. Yeah. Um, so I'd have, like, Christmas off and, like, the generic ones that you think of. But I wouldn't have any, like, extra days off and I would only have a two-day um, weekend. And sometimes I was even dumber and I would pick up an extra day, which was a lot. <laughs> it was a dumb. You were just very motivated. I was very motivated. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was motivated by money. <laughs> Um, and once I realized, I was like, you know what, this is not what I can, like, I don't want my entire life to be this. I want to have things afterwards. And like, I personally, like, I make my own, um, like, uh, work shirts. And like, I started designing my own work shirts. And I started doing more, like, online graphic stuff. And I like fell in love with it. And I was like, Oh, my God, I'd love to do like make shirts and stuff. And once I recognized that, I was like, you know what? I, th- I don't think I need to have this full-time position. And so I cut down my, my hours. I, like, I'm not, like, I'm, like, in between part-time and full-time. I'm, I like, feel like you're mid-time. still full-time. Like, it's full-time, but it's just, like, sprinkled everywhere versus, like, being a boring-ass Monday to Friday job. True. So it's, like, it's like definitely sprinkled out more. Like, for instance, today, I have the day off. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I have the day off. And then I work for four or five days. My schedule switches every single week, and I have to check it on a daily basis because I'm very forgetful of when I'm supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I switched that out, I started including more of that, like, design part of it. I instantly felt happier. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not constantly relying on work and like I would look at like our mom and be like I have no hobbies I don't do anything all I do is go to work and come home and go to sleep and then on the weekends all I would do is laundry which like you know I know that some people have to do that but like at the ripe old age of 22 I felt like I needed to have a wee bit more of a life (laughs) 
Which, like, I feel like if that's what you want to do, like, sick. But at this moment in time, I'm currently helping with, like, two businesses. I'm helping my friend with her wedding. Um, I'm, like, helping explore other opportunities with Sarah that I think is, like, and I feel like at this point in my life, I can actually say that I minorly feel joy, <laughs> which, like, it's so weird because I, like, talked to mom about it and I was like, I don't have these, like, obviously with ADHD, I don't have these, like, extreme emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, I have very internal emotions. So, like, anything that would cause me to be, like, one way or the other, I was always just kind of, like, in the middle. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I would just move on with my life, which is, like, kind of sad. But now I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, this, this. Like, and it's now turning into how can I make sure that I'm not taking on too much of these projects that I love? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I love all of these things. And then it's like, oh, shit. I just literally did what I told myself a year ago not to do. (laughs) So, like, it's, it's weird when you find things that you like that you're trying to, like, include, that you're trying to enjoy with your opportunities without being, like, you know, like, maybe maybe I'm doing too much or maybe I'm not doing enough. Like, honestly, if you find something that you love, fucking run with it. Make sure that that is, like, a part of your life and you have that spark of joy per day. And if, unfortunately, if you're not able to, we highly, highly recommend seeking professional help when needed. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a sporadic counseling user. <laughs> so, like, I like to do mental health check-ins. I like to say, like, I don't have someone on a continu- continuous basis. And I don't know if that would be something that would benefit me. I've never explored that option. But, like, um, I, I can't remember if we've mentioned it, but, like, our father passed away in 2021. And I think we messaged it in, like, passing, and we just, like, messaged it. And then just, like, skipped over it. No, I think we just said, like, past tense, like, our father, yeah. or, like, our dad, and then it's just, like, oh, past tense. Da, da, da. Mm. Um, <laughs> and when it came, when it came to that, I was just kind of, oh, okay, like, I did, like, a check-in, especially when it came around, like, Christmas and stuff like that, like, those holidays. Um, I did one, like, around his birthday, and I did one on, like, as we call it, D-Day. Um... <laughs> And it was, like, a year later. So, just to kind of do that, like, extra check-in to be, like, hey, like, am, am I dealing with this? I know everybody deals with grief and stuff like that in their own way, but am I dealing with it in a healthy, productive way? Or am I, like, impeding on my own mental health and stuff like that? So, I've done that. I've had great ones. I've used Maple, which is, like, you can text or you can talk to people on the phone or you can FaceTime. So, there's lots of different options and everything. And, um... That was great. I know a lot of folks who just, like, go weekly and that's, like, their jam because they need that extra voice to walk them through that. And I think that's awesome. If you recognize that you need that, go right ahead. Also, like, therapy can is not just, like, talking to a person. Like, yes. obviously, when you find your person and stuff like that, totally, like, run with it. Um, therapy can be, like, anything. Like, people, a lot of people do, like, nature therapy. Mm-hmm. Exercise can technically be their therapy. Like yoga. Stuff, stuff like that. There's also, um, I know folks who use things that are in, like, another, like, spiritual way. So, they'll use things such as, like, 
tarot card readers to help them like find direction because there's that additional like question aspect and stuff like that right so it's kind of like whatever works for you whatever your jam is I mean there's other people who go talk to like reverends or priests and stuff like that so there's so many different avenues that you can take you can take counseling you can do that in like a million different formats like there's so many different ways to like talk things out and then there's some folks who just need like friends and family to talk things out like I have three people that I contact when I I'm better be a your top crisis. fucking three of course you are okay so there's yourself thank you um there is one of my best friends in the entire world um Jen Jen, Jen. been friends with me for no 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 ever. no 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 she is not Jen. She is our sister. No, no, no. <laughs> we have a brother. His name is Jeff. Oh, yeah. Which is Jen, but Jeff. It's just like a childhood nickname that continued on and we're in our 30s. Um, not one that I gave her, one that she came with. And then there's um, Morgan, who came into my life in my 20s. And I feel like I've literally known her since I was like eight years old. Just like... The dynamic that we have. The tall girl energy in which we have. Do you know something really funny? What? I've only met her once. I know, but the funny thing is that I, I know like, if I sat down and had coffee. Oh, wait, two. With, with you guys, like, I know that, like, everybody would, like, get along. And the funny thing is, is, like, I think Jen's only, only met Morgan, like, at my wedding. Yeah, like, I literally only met her at your bachelorette party. Yeah. And then that one time that we FaceTimed that you didn't tell me that you were outside with them. And I, you were like, oh, my God, yeah, just FaceTime me. And I was like, who the fuck are these people? You're like, oh, my goodness. It's like, oh, people that I see on Instagram that I follow. But, like, you don't. And that's the funny thing is, like, you guys all have me as, like, the main source. You guys are all very similar in aspects. And the funny thing is, is y'all give advice in very similar ways on, like, what direction to go in. Usually the points are a little bit different. So I kind of, like, combine them all and, like, put them in my brain as, like, my justification brain. Most of the time, though, it'll be, like, I just need some, like, I don't need to say what my opinion is. I just need to see if that's other people's, like, first impressions or, like, what advice that they would give. And, um... And I feel like that's kind of, like, the best way to align. So, like, I have a pretty solid friend group and family, so I use a lot of that to regulate things. But I know a lot of people don't have that as a resource. And that's why there's, like, all of these other things. Like, don't just think that there's just one type of counseling or one type of therapy or one spiritual journey that you need to go on. Like, can this is your life. Do what you need to do. Exactly. And I think, like... I'm going to touch on the, like, our dad passing. With grief, I felt like it was a combination of feeling the most alone I ever had with a million people surrounding me. Yes. Because, so, when I, when, when we lost our father, which sounds so unlike us to even sounds say so that. Um, I was 20. Yeah, I was 20. Um, I was in my last year of college. Um, two months prior, our miniature dash hound passed away. Buffy, God yeah. bless your soul. Oh, Buffy the Cat Slayer. Yes, she was named yes. after Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Um, sweetest dog ever. That month we got my child, Momo Chapeau, uh, Molly, the most adorable dog on the face of the planet. Um, if you ever hear, like, nails cl- clicking in the background, it's her. Um, and I just remember, like, 
during that time, so many people were at our house, but I felt like nobody gave a shit. Like, it was like, um, I lost pretty much everybody except for my best friend. And I was like, oh, this is so weird. Like, nobody's reaching out. Like, nobody's talking to me while, like, Sarah was getting, like, text messages all the time. Um, my mom had, like, people coming to the house all the time. And, like, yeah, I, they were coming for me adjacent. But I was like, oh, okay. And, like, my process with, like, grief is, like, it happens. Two hours later, I was like, okay, do we want to go for a walk? And then, like, I didn't think about it for, like, weeks on end because I couldn't. I had to finish college. And then every, like, with ADHD, a really, like, important part of it is that the kind of mentality of you stick it in a drawer and you forget about it. So for me, like, during that time, I'd have conversations and it, like, I felt guilty that I didn't, like, I didn't have these emotions mm-hmm. that everybody else was because I just process it and move on. But sure, randomly in the middle of the day on, like, middle of August, I would have, I would just break down crying because I was like, oh my god, my dad's dead. Yeah. And it was like, to everybody else, it was like, oh my god, she's unstable. No, it's just, it's like my brain was like, you're having a great day. And then a little, little voice in the back of the head's like, hey, did you remember that your dad died? You remember that he's not driving home right now from work? I know. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So, like, that's a huge thing. And, like, with, like, Sarah has a wonderful support system. They are lovely people. I know that, like, with events that have occurred, I've, like, messaged Jen and been like, hi, I haven't heard from her in three hours. Can you please message me and message her and make sure that she's aware? I'm at work. I can't, like, call her. And she'll be like, she's fine. And then I'll get a text message from Sarah that's like, I'm fine. (laughs) But, and, and that's the whole thing, though, is just, like, what what your meaning is, is, like, we, each individual at that time had a support system, mm-hmm. but you felt that you directly didn't have additional people, like, outside of us. Well, I had Chloe. Oh, yeah. Chloe's oh. my best friend. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. Chloe, I love you if you're listening. I am so sorry. I can't believe I didn't um, that Well, I had Chloe, and then I had one of my classmates who I don't really talk to anymore. Yeah. Who, like really stepped up and she like brought bread and like she drove me to school every week bread was fucking delicious oh my god so she's gluten-free and she makes sourdough bread and so she can the specific way that she makes the sourdough bread she can eat it which i don't know the chemistry behind it but like it's fucking magical probably the same chemistry of like how they make shit in italy and people who are gluten-free and dairy-free can eat it there did you know fun fact better you everybody in italy by the age of seven gets tested for celiac disease yeah, because their fucking diet is like ninety percent. I know, carbs. but you know that. I thought that was so cool. No, that is that's super cool. They're so proactive over there. Look at them. Go. Yeah, but like what kind of Sarah said is that my support system shrank, and I had like my family. Also, can we add in that there was a pandemic going on when all of this happened? Oh yeah, I was twenty. I would like to preface that twenty twenty one can go fuck itself. Yeah. So preface of years twenty sixteen anything that happens remotely like it it could happen like this year and sarah's like oh yeah it happened last year and i'm like that happened in 2017 yeah well my brain (laughs) but like it's i don't know it's a weird thing and i think that like the pandemic panorama definitely like changed the way of mental health and changed the way that like people consider them themselves like self-care mental health all of that oh the pandemic was like (laughs) Let me see your coping skills. Now let me take them. 
Oh my god, I touched on this before. I'm a huge introvert. I, you know, unless I'm, like, really forced to, I don't really enjoy, like, going out. I don't drink. I don't party. Okay, when you specify going out, you mean, like, going out, dancing, going to a party. But, like, you would be down to go meet somebody at, like, a coffee shop. Or, like, maybe go do, like... I would really... I would have to be someone that I liked. Yeah. Hi, Chloe. We're talking to you. (laughs) Hi, Chloe. I will happily spend... I spent, like, three hours with her last time. Um, But doing those things and setting them up, I just, like... I just don't have an urge for it. Yeah. But for somebody who, like... So, like, the pandemic happened, my coping skills stayed all the way through. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck yeah. I get to stay inside. I don't have to deal with these people. This is great. Um, which my mom was like, college experience did not exist for Eve. And I was like, no, it did not. I just kind of went through, wore my comfy, held my puppy and thrived. Well, and that was the funny thing is it was just kind of, well, it's not funny, but it's just like right when you were entering college, all of this stuff happened. So it was like a solid like seven months in. Yeah, well, but that's the whole thing is, like, all of this stuff happened. You even said, like, I'm fucking built for this. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but when when most folks, like, kind of expand their life or decide if they're going to be more of, like, social butterfly and go out and do stuff, it's usually when you enter college because it's, like, a whole other type of, I don't know, responsibility and it's, like, it's like high school, but not like it's it's very different. And also, you usually don't see a lot of people from high school, so you're just like there's all these other people around you with different experiences. They have like mixers and all of this other stuff, but because of that and being virtual, you don't really have that. Like, what what are they going to offer a mixer where you sit there virtually in your room? Oh yeah, and drink. That sounds like. <laughs> doesn't sound that healthy (laughs) for preface my college graduation was a youtube video of me watching my name roll by oh my god i know and then i was like can i sit and watch it with you and you're like no (laughs) no like literally it was two seconds because the ones prior to that they i think they just gave up saying names but like i literally watched my name rolled over and that meant that i graduated yeah i didn't get a i didn't get my diploma until like a month and a half later because he couldn't pick it up I was already working full time and I was like, wow. <laughs> I just like didn't even know like I was like, this is great. Which is like odd to think of that like I feel like in like twenty five years or something when I'm like hanging out with my kids and they're like, What was your college experience? And I'm like, I sat at home on my laptop in a comfy with my puppy learning about anatomy <laughs> my favorite thing in the entire world is like when you had exercise oh my god <laughs> and you would like break out like we have like gym mats um for a whole other purpose but we have like those like blue gym mats and stuff like that and it would be so funny because we just hear stuff like shifting downstairs and i would be like eve like do you need help with something no 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 i'm good i'm good and next thing you know it would be like a very strategically placed like laptop that's up with the camera and then it would be like sometimes we would hear eve talking to herself but we didn't know that she had to like instruct exercises sometimes and yeah they were they were very creative with your program oh my god i felt so so like most of my professors are were like close to retirement when i started 
And, like, my one professor, like, mid-April was like, I give up. I am so sorry. I have tried. Like, this woman committed so hard to trying to, like, get everything ready. And, like, she would even do, like, mental health checks and stuff like that. And was like, hey, like, how's everybody doing? And, like, all of us are, like, sitting chilling on our bed yeah with like with all of these changes though i feel like with big life changes it's either an e- a nice way to be able to cope versus yeah. not which i'm gonna i'm gonna slowly have sarah kind of out something which i didn't want to start it at the beginning because i felt like we wanted to try to discuss like mental health like in general yeah. in kind of our preface so um sarah's got a bad news well I guess it's bad news. No! It is it is equilateral news. Um so uh, last week I was let go from my tech job. I was laid off with several thousands of other people. And we would like to preface this as um laid off, terminated. She was not fired. No, I was um, not fired. So this wasn't because Sarah fucked up. No. This was just kind of something that happens in the realm of the business that oh, she's it, in. It, it's, the, it's like the tech field right now. So there's a lot of things that are being like innovated or kind of trimmed down on a lot of businesses. I mean, we're in a recession at this time and stuff stuff like this happens. What I do want to say though is, is like not being annoyingly like positive and stuff like this, but... This was the first opportunity I was given to have a proper work-life balance. I was, they very much emphasized and um, I got to learn a lot on the job about mental health, regulating, stuff like that. And just, I was allowed to be myself, which I think was an amazing thing. And it was like, I wasn't punished for being myself or anything. So I, I've mentioned it before, I love to have like, Uh, like my hair is brown right now but usually my hair is like a ton of different colors or I'll change it up all the time I live in leggings and hoodies and sneakers and stuff like that because that's me that's the way it's always been I didn't have to dress up to go to my job I didn't have to do any of that stuff and if I felt like shit or um I suffer from migraines if I had a migraine, if my kid was sick, they were like, yo, we'll see you tomorrow. It's totally fine. And that was kind of the first where there wasn't guilt associated with it. So before, um, depending on who I had as a supervisor and manager in my previous career before this job, I would be like, I didn't, I didn't have a kid until like the very last bit of it. So this would just be about myself. I'd be like, hey, like, um, Either say I was feeling burnout or um, I was just really tired or I had a migraine. And I'd be like, hey, like, um, I think I'm going to, um, which was the issue right there, I think. I'm going to take today off. Like, I can feel a migraine coming on or I have a migraine right now. And I'm doing my best to kind of, like, work through it. And it would be like... Oh, okay. Um, so you have a migraine. Okay, cool. Um, but like this project and this, like, do you have all this stuff? Like, can any of this be delayed or whatever? And it would just be like, they were asking me to work still, even though I said that like my brain wouldn't let me work because I was like, I had a migraine. I was like vomiting in the bathroom or like, I couldn't even open my eyes because the world was too bright. Like stuff like that versus I would legitimately sign on 
and I could put this in like a group message or to my lead and I would be like, hey, um, I have a really bad migraine and I like, I don't feel very good. And this is how it started when I first joined, <laughs> it would be like, I have a really um, bad migraine, like um, I'm not feeling very well and everything, but like I'll probably work like half the day, maybe I'll see how it goes. And then my lead learned that they just needed to tell me, you have a migraine, just take today off, that's fine. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I'll come in tomorrow and get in trouble. No, 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 no. I was greeted by a message that said, hey, how are you doing? I know that there's sometimes like an aftermath feeling after having a migraine. Like, do you feel like you're good to go today or do you need an extra day? And just like that human aspect behind it was just so amazing to have. And knowing that that's an option that's out there. Um, the additional resources that I got to learn extra things, brain muscles that I got to flex. More importantly, overall, though, the fucking people I got to meet were just amazing rock stars. I've always, even I talk about this all the time, we fucking hate group projects. Oh, my God. Whoever invented them, I have your plaque in hell. It's but, ready. But when it comes to, when it came to it in this aspect, it was like, I'm not going to say like working with multiples of myself, but working with other efficient people who wanted to do the same thing and put in the same amount of effort. And that was a huge thing for me. Having really supportive people. Like I was in a department that had two higher up, very strong women, which I loved. And like having that aspect to it, but also having the humanity aspect of like, you're a mom, your kid's sick, stay home. And, um, the difference between, this is not my first lay, not my first layoff. Um, this is my second one at, at almost 37 in October. So um, the, the difference between these two experiences are polar opposite. So I had three amazing people that I worked with give me shout outs on my LinkedIn within 24 hours of leaving the previous company that I worked for for most of my 20s. And then... And then it was kind of like, you're on your own. Like, you're out in this world just trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do. And in this aspect, we're all like, we're all on like LinkedIn and re doing recommendations. We're endorsing skills. We're um, sending motivating messages to each other. We're all keeping in touch when it comes to like just keeping that motivation in. But we're also being so fucking real about our feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, today was hard. It was exactly one week ago today. Like I said, the difference, especially like how I feel mentally is completely different. I was devastated. I thought my fucking career was over after I left my other, after I was like laid off from my other job. I was really lost. I didn't know what to do. And I was like motivated, but almost stuck. And in this time, I'm kind of like, hey, I've had all these fucking ideas for a long time. Why don't I just like, I don't know a better wording. Throw shit at the wall. Throw them all at the wall. See what sticks and kind of go from there, right? Like there's so many different people, multiple communities and stuff like that in my life that are just so open to helping and being positive. I I couldn't ask for anything more. Like it's just, I I literally have never felt so supported 
career-wise than what I do right now, which is ironic because I don't even have a fucking job right now. Well, you have part of a job. I do. I do have part of a job. We can go into that, like, later. But I mean, like, um, at, on, like, the tech aspect or, like, what more of my career has leaned towards. Mm-hmm. I don't have that aspect right now. And I'm kind of, like, but I've never felt so motivated, not because of money, but I've never felt, like, so motivated but like good let's do the fun things because man eve do i fucking miss being a creative chaos disaster mess of awesomeness like the first time i could like oh my god my sister's going through a shitty situation i don't need to fix everything no and other people are actually stepping up and doing it which like this is not saying that sarah is not able to capable like to do that but like with those emotions and stuff like that like I was like, oh my god, like, probably, like, 10 o'clock that day, you were like, okay, so we were like, how are we going to move forward from this? Yeah. And for, like, the first time in a long time, Sarah was like, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm confident in, and fuck everybody else. And I was like, oh, thank Jesus. Yeah, and just, like, I want to take, just, like, remove the clutter and just do the things that you like to do. And I think that's, like, a big thing. Also, like, like when you were mentioning support and stuff like that, like, by the time people were finding out, I'm getting, like, messages, texts. I'm getting Instagram messages. I'm getting everything. And it's literally people telling me how awesome I am, how what a good worker I am. And I'm I'm not one that is conceited. And I'd be having, Sometimes. like, this moment of doubt. Fuck you. <laughs> I'd be having this, like, moment of doubt in my brain. Like, fuck, what? Like, did I do something? Because mm-hmm. you, you're going to go through that range. It's oh, just, yeah. like, grief, right? So, and I, I'd be having one of those down moments and be like, ping, Instagram message. And I'd read an Instagram message that was like three to four paragraphs long telling me how amazing I was, how great I was, how I'm going to do all this great shit in the future. And I got that so many fucking times from so many people that it caused that little voice in my brain to shut the fuck up and go, bitch, you need to have way more confidence in yourself Because look at all these fucking people that are taking time out of their day, even if they were in the same situation, to tell you how fucking amazing you are. And even if it's, like, even, like, the quality, like, you, these people use punctuation. Like, it was so nice. Like, Sarah's like, oh, my God, look at what so-and-so said. Like, look at how these people, like, it wasn't, like, surface level shit of, like, Sarah, you're such a good person. Like, it was like, hey, I remember this one time when you helped me with this. Yeah. And it was like, it was so great to see because it was like, oh my god, like, there was a community outside of this. Yeah. And, like, I'm happy to to make a um, soft launch if you're comfortable with making a soft launch. Oh, we'll totally make a soft launch. Hey, do you like hoodies? Do you like fun accessories? Um, So, you can look out. So, it will be in conjunction, so you'll hear about that every once in a while with Burnout Perfectionist, but we will be launching an apparel and accessories line that is called Overwhelmed. The, the label. label. Um, so it'll be featuring a lot of fun things, a lot of things that maybe you don't see generally on a sweatshirt. We play into our funny, weird humor as well as sarcasm. So we'll be having things that even just say straight across, very simplistic, um, like ADHD, we'll have fun things with fun definitions of what we feel ADHD or dyslexia are, stuff like that, based on how we are as people. 
And um, yeah, we'll be offering them in kind of like a variety of colors and different variations. So you got phone cases, canvas bags, stickers, patches, kind of anything that floats your boat. You like it? You like a dad baseball hat? We'll look into having those. And yeah, we just want to allow folks to express who they are. And overall, be fucking proud of who you are. You have ADHD? Fucking cool. It's your superpower. Nobody else thinks the same way as you. And, like, a huge important thing for us, too, is, like, I always said to Sarah, like, whenever I was, I'm a huge, like, we're obviously stressed, blessed, and hey, obsessed. Um, But a huge thing for me is that, like, me, like, two years ago would never wear something that said, like, anxious or like something like that so like we're even we're, we're looking into um side of that like nonverbal. so it's like you can wear it and be proud and you know what it means and I know like in general this episode was kind of discussing our like mental health and stuff like that and like <laughs> make sure you're surrounded by the badasses like freaking Jen yeah like like Brenton if Brenton if you're listening to this I love you man I miss you <laughs> Miss so your, much. I miss your voice notes. I miss your voice <laughs> notes. I cry when you sing. Um, in a good way. She in, cries in a, a good way. He's a beautiful a, singer. Oh my god, he is. <laughs> um, also, one of my top tier people, Miss Monica. <gasps> my lord and savior. Thank God for existing. Right? She is Monica starts with an M, and that M means magical. Magical. Morgan. Really, I feel like Sarah's important people in her life are M's and J's. And some oh, S's. MJ's. I got some S's. I got Sandra's. I've got Jen's. I've got Steph's. I've got other Sarah's. I've got Annalisa's. I've got all those folks. I've got Lauren's and everything. Yeah. Like, there's so many strong people in my life, and I feel so confident. But I also know that it is okay to not be okay at times. Oh, and yeah. it's okay to fucking tell people. You don't need to be sunshine and rainbows all the time which i never felt really pressured to but i always want to be as positive as i can be but if i'm having a shit tacular day i'm allowed to have a shit tacular day i need to and i need to not shit on myself for having a a shitty day day. (laughs) and what i what it really boils down to is be who you are deal with your fucking shit tell people when you're dealing with your fucking shit live life love life I feel like I should say peace at the end because I don't know. But um, as we finish all podcasts, stay warped and twisted as ever. Peace.